I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I just put up on my Instagram story about 20 minutes ago uh, a picture of a, I think it's a 2014 Rugby League week that I found this morning and uh, it's for the start of the season. So it's obviously got a couple of players that are joining new clubs. It says 2014, it all starts here. Starring and then it says the four or five names that are featured on the front as they were joining new clubs, new franchises with a fresh start. I'll take you through those five guys that are on the front because actually, before I do that, I'll tell you what I'm going to do on this podcast. Um, I had someone that messaged me, I think it was JD, he messaged me and said, hey, uh, those five from 2014, if you were to make a cover for League Week this year for 2023, uh, which five players would you put on, put on the front? So obviously five guys that are going to a new club that could make a huge difference, maybe controversial guys, you're trying to sell papers here, so a good way to think about it. I'll take you through the five that are on the front of the 2014 magazine, and then I've also got the one from 2013 as well. So I'll go through both of those, tell you about the players that are on there. So 2014, the first guy on there is Jamie Soward when he joined the Penrith Panthers, obviously won the comp back in 2010, joined the Panthers in 2014. Pretty successful stint. I think they got all the way to a semi-final, beat the Roosters week one, which was an incredible knock. So Sowie, very good for the Penrith Panthers. I think he played with Nath Cleary in the very early parts of his career. I could be wrong though, but I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, The next guy on the front of this cover, we all remember this one, a heap of hype. Didn't really come to much, but I still think he's a tremendous player. Sam Tompkins, the captain of the English team at the World Cup this year. He obviously came over in 2014 to play for the New Zealand Warriors. I think he made his debut in the Nines, which the Warriors were once again red-hot favourites for. Didn't get the job done there. Uh, But Sam Tompkins, I think he was over here for two years at the New Zealand Warriors. I would always argue respectfully to New Zealand Warriors fans, uh, I think he probably came to the wrong club, to be honest with you. I think at a a different club, uh, or a better club at that time. I think he could have been more successful, but that is the reality of the NRL. It is what it is. Sam Tompkins wasn't a very overly successful stint. Um, another player on the front here is Benny Barber going to the Brisbane Broncos. So this is 2014. 
We all know how it plays out for Ben Barber up there. Plays a bit of 5'8", plays a bit of fullback, gets bounced around, gets bounced out of the club. Ends up at the Cronulla Sharks in 2016 and wins a premiership. So he's one guy that becomes really relevant very quickly, but not at the Brisbane Broncos, which is the team he is at. Pitching on the front here is Ben Barber, and he's in that Broncos jersey that just had a diagonal stripe through the middle of it. I thought it was ugly as all hell. Uh, I believe it was the jersey they wore that night. The GI scored that unbelievable try against them, a pretty ugly one there. Uh, another player that's on the front here, he's actually the centre pitcher, but I don't think he's the most relevant one to come out of the front of this pitcher. Uh, you've obviously got Will Hopawate. He's returning. He went to the he was at the Manly Seagulls, went on his two-year Mormon mission, you will remember, the Parramatta Eels. They signed him very, very early uh, in the piece, uh, and then he came back to the Parramatta Eels. Wasn't overly successful there. Will Hopawate, career probably never kicked on uh, to the heights that we thought it would when he first came on for the Manly Seagulls. Still a great player though. Played Origin and whatnot. Tremendous player. Played for Tonga the other day. Uh, very impressive guy, Will Hopawade. Pretty good pedigree. Obviously the son of the great John Hopawade. But the last guy who was on this picture, and it is interesting to look back and see just how important this guy ended up being. I think it's one of the most important signings in this franchise's history. And um, we probably don't talk about it enough. The North Queensland Cowboys, they won in 2015. So just the year after this. And 2014, people forget it was the year that Lachlan Coot arrived. The kid from Penrith uh, went up to the North Queensland Cowboys and he was sensational. He's one of, I think he was the Dylan Edwards before Dylan Edwards, sort of the undervalued sort of fullback who wasn't unbelievable at a heap of things, but he was tough as nails. He was always there. You always got really good value out of him as well. It wasn't like a rep football or anything, so he was always pretty cheap, similar to Dylan Edwards, uh, but you always just got more out of him than what you paid for and was a great clubman as well. So if I had to go through the guys that are on the front of this 2014 magazine in the preseason. Uh, 2014 it all starts here. I'd say Lachlan Coote he was without a doubt the best signing out of these guys. I think Jamie Sauer was a really good signing as well. He was great for the Penrith Panthers and then Ben Barber he obviously didn't win a comp for the Broncos. He won a comp with the Sharks a couple of years later. Uh, so he would have featured in the 2016. He would have been on the front I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Let's have a look at just the year after. So 2014 some interesting oh sorry no this is 2013 the year before this. Uh, so some interesting signings here. Uh, there's one that is a definite standout, though, without a doubt. The first guy pictured is in his West Tigers jersey. It is Braith and Astor. We know that this one didn't go too well. I actually heard Braith talking to uh, the Hello Sport Boys on their podcast with SEN. I think it's called All Talk, talking about uh, how it was a bit weird when he arrived at the Tigers. The facilities were a little bit backwards, and it just all didn't work out very well. He signed a play under Tim Sheens, and he got sacked or left or whatever it was. So uh, this one was a bit of carnage for the West Tigers, and Braith unfortunately finished his career at the West Tigers in a pretty poor fashion. A brilliant career for Braith, and he's gone on to bigger and better things since then. The next guy pictured is in a Gold Coast Titans jersey. It's the Coltrane, Dave Taylor, uh, arriving at the Gold Coast Titans, and fuck, he had some good moments up there. He had some unbelievable moments at the Gold Coast Titans, but they, uh, yeah, they, they were pretty rare, realistically. He did have some good moments, as I said, uh, but similar to other clubs that Dave Taylor was at, I don't think you could call it a success up there at the Gold Coast Titans in any way, shape, or form. 
Uh, the main pitcher, the main guy in the pitcher is T-Rex, Tony Williams, when he signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, did pretty well, to be fair. He featured in the 2014 Grand Final loss to uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, obviously. So uh, Tony Williams was a success at Canterbury. I think it's fair to call him that. The back end obviously fell off a little bit. Uh, ended, over, uh, ended up back at the Manly Seagulls eventually after going the long way around. But T-Rex, uh, he was a good signing at the time, and he did do well for Canterbury in the early years. Uh, and it's interesting because, actually, I'll, I'll talk about him in a minute. The next guy is from the Cronulla Sharks, uh, Bo Ryan. Uh, obviously was at the West Tigers for a very long time under Tim Sheens and whatnot, left there, ended up signing with the Cronulla Sharks. That's when they wore that jersey where they had CSFC, Cronulla Sutherland Football Club, along the front of their jersey, the X-Blades jersey, a real nice one too. I think they did pretty well that year, the Cronulla Sharks from memory, 2013. Could be wrong though. I think that was around the Todd Carney sort of stage. Uh, but yeah, Bo Ryan, obviously was on the footy show and whatnot, was copying a lot of pushback for that. Uh, but yeah, went on to play for the Sharkies after playing for the Tigers. Pretty good career. And what, similar to Braith and Asta, interesting to see them both there. Probably the two guys that have been the most successful post-rugby league as far as media and everything. They've both done it very, very well for themselves. Now, the last guy, and this is without a doubt for me the most successful buy out of all these ones. And I mentioned that Tony Williams, he's on the front as well. 2013, he arrives at Canterbury. 2014, uh, he goes to the grand final with the Canterbury Bulldogs to get beat by the South Sydney Rabbitohs, led by... Obviously, your Sam Burgess, your Greg Inglis, but probably um, pr- probably the guy that jumped out of the ground this year was Ben Tetor, when he is in the picture here. Joined the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2013. 2014 comes around. And, of course, they get to that semi-final against the Roosters. They're down and out. They're in trouble. Uh, ben Teo comes on the field, slams James Maloney on the ground, gives a penalty away, which a lot of people would frown at, but he turned the intensity of that game. On its head, just on its head straight away. And the South Sydney Rabbitohs went on to win the premiership off the back of that moment, in my opinion. So, Benny Teo obviously went on to play for the Brisbane Broncos a little bit later after having stints in Rugby Union. Uh, But I I think it's also one of those really underrated signings uh, for that season when you look back on it and what he managed to achieve. Uh, You've also got, and there's a little bit of an article up the top that mentions it. He's not in the main picture, and I I probably think he should have been, as much as it didn't play out perfectly. Scott Prince, this was the year that he returned to the Brisbane Broncos as well. So plenty of options uh, to choose from there. The guys that could be on the front of the magazine. Now, if I was to make this magazine in 2023 and pick five guys to be on the front of this that are great signings for their club or whatever, uh, the first thing I would do, you have to pick one of the West Tigers. I don't know who it would be, but I'd pick one of them. Api Curacao, Isaiah Papali'i, David Clemmer. Personally, I would go for Api Curacao, two-time premiership winner, back-to-back premiership winner in the last two years. An incredible get by the West Tigers. So Api, I'm locking him in. I can understand if you went IPAP or Clemmer, but personally, I would have Api Curacao, and he'd probably be the front and center for me of this one. Another one that I would definitely have on there, I I know it's recent over the last few days, but I would include Jackson Hastings on there. Adam Elliott, they've also signed as well, which I think it'll be a massive signing for Newcastle, but I just think Hastings and what he can bring to KP and the way that I believe he can turn Newcastle around, I would have him on there. So Hastings and Appy, I'd have both of them. The absolute must, and sorry, I I said Appy was the first one. This is probably the first guy I would put on there realistically. One of the most popular players, one of the most interesting players in our league, Brandon Smith, the hectic cheese. Uh, I 
I take back what I said about Appy. I think Brandon Smith would probably be front and centre realistically. Leaving the Melbourne Storm going to the Sydney Roosters. Last time we saw a star player from the Melbourne Storm go to the Roosters. Turned out pretty well. They won back-to-back comps with uh, Cooper Cronk. Now, I'm not saying Cheese will do the same thing. Um, I'm not even sure what, what position or what role he's going to play in this team, to be perfectly honest with you, long-term. Uh, but the Cheese, he would be front and centre. So I'd have the Cheese. I'd have Hastings. I'd have Appy Curacao. That leaves me with two spots to fill. Um, the Warriors, I had a look at them. They've obviously signed a lot of players. I don't know if any of them I would have on the front here. You've got Chance, Barnett, Walker, these sort of guys. I don't think any of them are at that level where I'd shove them on the front. Whereas Sean Johnson last year, I definitely would have had him there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Melbourne Storm have signed Tarek Sims. Once again, doesn't probably edge out into one of these spots. So it sort of leaves me with three guys to pick from. Uh, the first one that I think is really interesting is Reese Walsh going to the Brisbane Broncos. He is one that I would include. You're selling magazines here, very marketable. Divides a lot of opinion, which always sort of surprises me, but people are very divided on Reese Walsh. I'm a huge fan of him. Going to a power club like Brisbane, I think he will be great for them. So I think Reese Walsh, I would sneak on there. And then one of the next two. And by two, they're actually three, but you You've got to pick two players to go on there. The first one, Kieran Foran. I would probably pick him from the goal going uh, up to the Gold Coast Titans from the Manly Seagulls. I think it's been pretty evident over the last couple of years that teams need halfbacks. They're very important. You need to have sevens in your side to be successful. The Gold Coast Titans didn't really have an experienced one last year. Didn't really have one that could direct them around the park and it cost them dearly. They've gone out and got one. One of the most experienced guys in the NRL, Kieran Foran. So Foz, I would have him on there. Then my last one, I would have one of Reid Marnie or Viliami Kikau. One of those two. I'm not sure which one you would go with. Uh, I'd be happy to go with either. Obviously, Viliami Kikau's got all the success recently. Uh, uh, but obviously, Reid Marnie, he's the hooker, so it is an interesting one. Personally, I would probably go for Viliami Kikau on the front in his Canterbury jersey off the back of winning two premierships with the Penrith Panthers. So really interesting. Obviously, the two Panthers boys I would have on the front, Appy and Viliami Kikau. Uh, I would have Hastings on there just because of the impact I think he can have up there at Newcastle. Brandon Smith, he picks himself on the front as well, and I think I would go uh, with one of the best-looking guys in the league, Reese Walsh, heading up to the Brisbane Broncos to play fullback off the back of a couple of shit years. Obviously, there's the storyline of Reese Walsh as well. Was at the Brisbane Broncos. They weren't going to play him. Went to the Warriors. Killed it. Did very well. Now returns back home. So there's a good little narrative to it as well. As we said, you know, you look at Lachlan Coote, uh, like on both of these original ones from 13 and 14, there's one player from each of those um, magazine covers that eventually went on, went on to win a comp for that team. So it will be interesting to see who's the guy that potentially comes from my magazine cover goes on the winner comp. I think you would probably look at um, the Hectic Cheese. I think he becomes very interesting, obviously going to a very good team, the Sydney Roosters. I think they're one of the premiership favourites, so they will be one of the premiership favourites for next year. It wouldn't surprise me uh, if the year after Cheese potentially wins a premiership and keeps that record going of winning a premiership 
the year after you're on the front of that League Week magazine. I'd love to get the other ones. If anyone's got... Uh, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever years they are, feel free to send them in to the Instagram and I can have a look at them. If you've got them lying around the house or in a cupboard somewhere, take a photo of them, send it through to me. I might have a look online to see if I can find them as well. But a pretty interesting one there. Thank you to JD for sending that one in, asking me to do it. Really enjoyed it. They'd be my guys on the front cover of the magazine celebrating the new season and celebrating the new guys that are going to clubs and can hopefully make a big difference. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.